0: My name is Scarlet Hauser. I am Anna Burtz. and my name is Emily Hunt. This is our podcast on Elisa Lamb and her mysterious disappearance.
1: Yeah, so Elisa Lamb was from Vancouver, Canada, and she was born April thirtieth of nineteen ninety-one. And at the time of this incident, she was twenty-one years old. And she's did I say she was a college student? No, I don't think
0: no. <laughs> Okay, well, she's a college student, a 21-year-old
1: college student from yeah.
0: Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, she was a college student. It seemed like she had some trouble in college, that she was in three classes, and then she had dropped to one. And she talked a lot about her mental health, just not being able to handle those classes. She talked about, you know, sleepless nights and that kind of stuff that just kind of Same. led to a decline. <laughs> Colleges, <Yeah. laughs> a yeah. lot of sleepless nights. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: for sure.
0: So this whole thing was like a big adventure for her. Yeah, her disappearance.
1: So she decided to travel, and she um, went to California first, I believe. And she started in uh, San Diego, and she ventured out towards Los Angeles, and that is where she stayed at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. So the Cecil Hotel is actually like notorious for like crime in general. It's got a bad rep. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, so there was, so there's, like, a lot of murders and suicides and just, like, missing persons from the Cecil. Like, everybody knows about it. There's two
0: pretty, uh, notorious murderers there. Yes. One was, like, a serial killer that was there for months, and one was, like, a kind of... They described him as, like, a nomadic serial killer. Yeah, so one of the serial killers that stayed there previously is
1: Richard Ramirez, who is known as the Night Stalker, which I believe from, like, my research, he was just, um, stayed in California pretty much. But, like, he was a serial killer, uh, rapist, and, like, molester. Yeah, it was a not a good sight. Yeah, like, he's one that's, like, known about. About. Yeah. He even had a character on what was that show? Um, American Horror Story. Which which, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has a character on there. Um but yeah, and then the other serial killer that stayed there, his name was Jack Untravargen, who and he is an Austrian serial killer that killed in Austria, West Germany, Czechoslovakia, and the United yeah. States. He's the, the one they described as nomadic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so that's clearly yeah. yeah. There's so many places, so clearly that's
0: nomadic yeah. and like this they had murderers and they also had like just a bunch of sex offenders who lived there full time yeah yeah
1: well they right. also mentioned how cheap it was to yeah. stay there so people would often stay there like the
0: quote unquote lowest of low people yeah. would stay there and so. this hotel like wasn't located in the best place either it was next no. to what is Skinner Skinner Road. Road. yeah yeah
2: yeah, um, and this hotel, did, like, it did inspire an entire season of American Horror Story.
1: Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. It's like,
2: the whole season was about that.
1: That's true, yeah. And the, the Richard Ramirez on American Horror Story, I don't even think, I didn't watch the season with the hotel, but he was on the season that was, like, 19... 19- Seventy eight or something. It was the year. I don't remember what. I might not it have it seen that one. I was about <laughs> summer camp. He was like someone's boyfriend, which was weird. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: okay. yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the show. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have much context beyond yeah. <laughs> it was used like to base a,
1: which is weird that they of. used like. That twice. <laughs> but
2: anyways, <at least> <laughs> that's the final story. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do think it's worth mentioning though that there's also rumors linking um the black dahlia to the Cecil mm, Hotel. Yeah. Oh. I didn't get into this one, so maybe
0: <laughs> something's going on yeah. at that Cecil Hotel, man. Yeah. <laughs> a lot is apparently going on at the Cecil <laughs> Hotel. Yeah. But
1: um, so I know you had information on when she was staying.
2: Yes. Yes. Um, So, um, Elisa, she made internet reservations. They're thinking it was about um, January 26th when she made the reservations in 2013. Um, She made reservations for a shared room at the Cecil Hotel for a three-night stay. She was supposed to check in on January 28th and check out on the 31st. Um, She checked in on the 28th, was assigned a shared room on the fifth floor. Um, And then I think it's worth mentioning that two days into her stay, her roommates, these are random roommates in the shared room, um, complained about, quote, certain odd behavior by Elisa And she was moved Into a private room Also on the fifth floor So she didn't know Her roommates She did not know Her roommates They just no. like
1: Signed up and like yeah be, be together basically,
2: <laughs> Yeah basically at the they, they all signed up For a shared room And were placed Into one together I assume it was Much cheaper And since she was Traveling solo She was probably Trying to save As much money as she could Which it's odd to
0: me Because usually When you're on vacation You don't stay In the hotel The whole day And she was described As like interacting At different places Yeah So like, I wonder like mm-hmm. When all this Kind of went down My thing is, is that, like, the documentary that I watched didn't really... It might have touched
1: on her being in a shared room, but it didn't act like it even mattered. But my thing is, is what you just said was that they weren't... They didn't know each other, but the roommate said that she started experiencing, like having odd behaviors. Mm -hmm. What odd behaviors was she having that they recognized that that was odd, even though they didn't know her. You get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. It's, it's weird because these odd behaviors aren't at all documented. Like the certain odd behavior is a quote from, um, the motion for summary judgments on a lawsuit that was actually presented to the Cecil hotel. And that is all the information that we got about her roommates or her odd behaviors prior to this. No names. Um, and the hotel didn't do anything to investigate the odd behavior other than move her into a separate room for her roommate's comfort. And that would have been just for a night, right? Um, yes, because, because if it was two days in. The two, two days, days in, yeah, this would yeah. have been the 30th. So she was supposed to check out the next day.
1: Which is also strange to point out that the information that you found, which is from the legal document, mm-hmm. said that uh, she was checking out on the 31st of January. Yes. And the documentary that I watched said that she was due to checkout on February 1st, which I think that discrepancy is strange. Why? Why would you have, like, just one day off? Why is that? And yeah. how did you, like, someone to write, like, a documentary and then not pay attention to a legal document? <laughs> that seems kind of, like... Yeah, that's
0: very odd.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would you not? This whole case is full of those odd discrepancies. Yeah. It's not just in, like, the dates. Like, all of everything we're going to be talking about today, there are multiple different versions of the story. <laughs> which is... <laughs> Very intriguing. Yes,
1: probably yeah. why we picked this. Yeah, topic. We, we all
0: pick different sources, so we can yeah. just like everyone has something different to share. I think. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. What was the? Okay, so one in the documentary that I watched too, like you said. Mm-hmm. She didn't just stay in the hotel. Like she would constantly post on her Tumblr, which yeah. she was super active on. I yeah. don't really know what Tumblr is, so I don't. So is it, <laughs> so is
2: it like Twitter or Wait, something? We can feel you know, okay, okay. <laughs> we were both Tumblr kids. <laughs> uh, we were both Tumblr kids. Like. In this same time, like 2012, yeah. 2013, oh. we were both active. <laughs> is it still a thing? It is still a thing. It is dying a little uh, bit, but there are still I like have, the I cards my, who are connected to. I it. was just informed
0: that it's my tenth birthday. With, Aww, yeah. happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on her Tumblr, like I really think it says a lot about her. She had like a lot of quotes and kind of just pretty pictures. She also was a big Harry Potter fan. She talked a lot about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. looking at her tumblr like just kind of gives her oh so you guys looked at yeah tumblr. i looked at her tumblr it's still up. yes mm-hmm. it just like it gives her more person if that makes sense can people like... like comment on people's posts on tumblr you you can reblog a post and put tags in it okay. as comments that's put... and there's also a comment button but people usually don't use that yeah, okay the comment button is really weird yeah well, i'm just curious very well so people can... were like commenting or whatever on well, things.
2: Well, I'm sure that they were on Tumblr, but before Tumblr, she was more active on Blogspot. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a whole blog that I think she started in 2010 and that she used until 2012, where she moved over to Tumblr. And her last post on Blogspot was letting her audience know that she was moving over to Tumblr. And there are a whole hmm. lot of comments on there hmm. uh, that people have left like after the events that all went down. Okay, Because the Tumblr,
0: like, I looked through it because I I, I didn't look at the blog spot. I just looked at the Tumblr. And she had a lot of personal posts, too. She talked a lot about, like, her feelings. She described her emotions at some point as, quote, jumbled. Um, And she talked a lot about her depression. And she also talked a lot about how special life was. It um, made me really sad to look at the Tumblr because it just seemed like she wanted so badly to live a happy life. Mm-hmm. and like this going going on this trip was supposed to you know be adventurous and it just ended in a tragedy it's like no matter what internet theory you look at it just it's just so sad yeah mm-hmm. i
1: see one of the um i believe this is a tumblr post that she made um uh quote today has been one of those blah days full of apathy really dangerous too i can see myself feeling suicidal and it always scares me when I start feeling suicidal, end quote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So clearly she's very open to talking about yeah. her feelings yeah. on Tumblr.
2: When when was that Tumblr post made? I wish it said. <laughs> I, it does not say
1: where I'm in the source that I have.
2: Yeah, because it. I'm looking at the blog spot right now. I've got it pulled up. And when she was still active on blog spot, um, her last post, I believe it looks like it was somewhere... <sighs> looks like May um, or April or something in um, 2012, she has a post that starts with, I spent about two days in bed hating myself. And there are multiple different posts, like in this year and previous years, where she talks very openly about her struggles with mental health. Yeah. Um, so this is not something that she's ever been quiet about Right. Online. Um, so let's go back to when she
1: stayed at the hotel. So, um, I know it says she's supposed to check out on the 31st. Well, she didn't. Instead, she just went missing. And, um, when she didn't check out, and I guess this is like a hotel protocol, which makes sense. Um, but she didn't check out on time. The hotel just gathered her stuff and she, there was, uh, A lot of stuff. So there was, like, her clothes, her, uh, I believe her phone was there, prescriptions, her wallet, like, things that people don't, like, just leave behind. Mm -hmm. But they just gathered her stuff and put it into, like, I guess, storage for when they would, a person would come back and pick it up. Well, she never came back and picked it up. So she's been missing.
0: Her parents, she was contacting her parents daily on this trip. And her parents did not hear from her. And that's kind of, like, what yeah, and then they submitted that missing person report, I guess. And yeah, then, and then they really started looking into it.
2: Mm-hmm. And did you? You said the report was filed on February first. Yeah,
1: but also I'm worried that that is not true based on like your dates from the legal document yeah. being different. So that's it may have, have been to. the 31st. There is no Oh, date. you have the 1st. There okay.
2: is no date on
0: here about the the report when was, it was filed. Okay. For so years. it probably was the 1st yeah. then of February 2013. I made sure to double check this, but I did write down that she was reported missing on February 1st. I okay. don't know if that means that's when the, the report was submitted. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or if Yeah, was, no, I think that's what I that means. couldn't find that answer exactly either.
2: Yeah. Well, it's... Like, it's a little bit, like, loose. Like, there's not really anything certain out there. But what is certain is that the LAPD didn't start an investigation of the hotel until February 5th. So four days went by.
1: What did they do for those four days?
2: No idea. (laughs) Just look
1: outside the hotel, I guess? (laughs) I guess.
2: I guess they could have started the search earlier. There is no information on when they actually started. But they performed, it um, said, an extensive and exhaustive search of the entire hotel, um, performed over the course of multiple days, starting on February fifth. They must have been preoccupied with something else. I guess maybe they were
1: searching outside of the hotel. I would imagine that they would look like at the source first, and then like <laughs> yes, well, outside they of that. were
2: preoccupied by something else. Um, like a podcast that I listened to about this event talked about how um, an officer from the LAPD like shot a couple of people. Oh. Like, within the same time frame. And so their attention was very divided, which is probably why they didn't immediately devote time to searching for her. But once they did start, they went all in. I think they had, like, 18 officers and a couple of search dogs. And they were stationed in the hotel lobby and sending out search parties throughout the hotel to look for her. Um, But it's that, like they paid extra attention because she was a foreign national, not an American. Right, right. this wasn't an area that was at all familiar to her. Right. And
1: um, back to
2: the fact that uh, Skid
1: Row was right next door, Mm -hmm. one thing that I believe that the police started to look into or that was assumed at first was that um, Elisa Lamb got caught up in, like, the drugs and, Mm -hmm. like possibly i think it taught, the documentary talked about her possibly being like taken for like human trafficking or things like that and especially with her being like a foreigner in the country people would think no one's gonna look well people i mean they were looking but they yeah. didn't look fast enough i guess
0: because took four days to even start looking yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that like when the hotel i'm sorry not the hotel the police released the hotel footage that's when it like really got big because they reached that hotel they released the hotel footage, and then it just, like, went viral.
1: Yes. Yeah. And um,
0: Before we get to that,
1: because I think that's a huge thing, but I, do you know when that was released? You might not know the date, and that's totally fine. I don't fine. know the date of that. So what I think is also imp- – I think it was – no, we can talk. Yeah, talk about the elevator. So
0: what was the footage of? It was literally, like, three minutes of footage of her just – being in the elevator area, at some point she's just standing there. At some point she kind of jumps out of the elevator. She puts her back to the elevator wall. It's like just different body language that Anna and I were discussing indicates different things according to yeah. different analysts. And I've
1: seen it too and it doesn't seem like uh she's by herself.
2: Yeah. She's by in herself the elevator.
1: Elevator and her body language is not like a normal body language of someone by themselves in the elevator
0: yeah. I mean I think at least yeah. so the analyst I watched said that she walks into the elevator normally she hits all the buttons and at this point he also says that she hits the door hold button because you'll notice did in the he, video I think it said that she held it down or did I she just you, hit it I think you have to press it and then when to open it back up again you have to unpress it okay so press it twice to make it closing that okay I don't, it's been a long time since I've been to a hotel that has buttons like that <laughs> But so he says that she gets in, she press all those buttons and he suggests that with her body language, it was kind of indecisive and she probably just wanted to explore. That's what her body language um, was thought to mean.
1: But like in the video though, like, sure, I guess maybe she was exploring, but she didn't like leave the elevator. Like no. She just like peeked
0: outside of it and then like rushed yeah. back in. Like, so looking like panic to me. He suggested that when she was peeking her head out, she might have heard something down the hall because it indicated curiosities, what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she was peeking her head out to see. And then a little bit, just a few seconds after that, she steps back in and she freezes. And then she moves quickly to the wall and puts her back to it. And then she moves again to the corner. But she's like frozen this whole time. And he was talking about how that indicates fear. And then, I mean, I could tell you that. She yeah. looked very scared to me. Yeah. What was
2: interesting is that the analyst that I read yeah. didn't say fear at all. The analyst was talking about how that more indicates anxiety than fear. Hmm. Uh, so those are, I guess, like two very separate emotions in this case. And what we were seeing from her wasn't strong enough to be fear. Like, it's not conclusively fear. Mm-hmm. But well, it's I... definitely, there it was an anxious movement. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say that I think... Part of, like, that peeking out of the hotel, stepping, no, peeking out of the elevator, stepping back in, stepping out, if she had pressed the door hold button, she might have thought that there was somebody pushing yeah. the button for the floor. To I open thought that, the too. Outside.
0: But I just, I, she probably just didn't even realize she had pressed that. Because yeah. she, was, she was probably pressing all, like, the floor numbers and just pressed it by accident. So she was probably confused. Like, she probably didn't recognize. <laughs> yeah. so what's
1: also pretty curious is
0: that, like, this hotel is old like yes. old old so like if there's
1: always potential and i believe this was like going around when like the video was going around they're like oh well she's just in an old elevator probably wondering why it's not going which like sh- sure but no like I don't think that that, i don't think that, that i get like that conclusion because like the hotel is super old and all those things but it's just strange
2: yeah, but while like while she is in the elevator or like right around the elevator, the doors never close. They only close after she walks away. Hmm. Uh, I wonder... And then the then the footage shows <laughs> it goes to a different floor. The elevator moves to a different floor because the color of the wall changes and then the doors shut again. And that's all, that was like the scope of the footage that was released. It was only like a 3-minute yeah. clip.
0: So it's, I go ahead. Sorry. It's just weird to me that there's only that one footage release because she had to get up on that floor somehow. So when Mm -hmm. did she go up and when were the other times that she went up and down the elevator?
1: So also I think it's important to note that from the footage, if I remember correctly, they realized that she did not leave the hotel, right? Like they realized that she was, she had to still be in the hotel somewhere. Mm -hmm. So now I think it's important time to talk about another couple that stayed at the hotel. Um, it was a younger couple. Um, and they weren't from the US either, which is a strange thing to me. I guess not, cause California people just
0: it's venture like a, there. It's like a, <laughs> it's just such a big Los
1: mystery. Angeles. People go there for fun, I guess. But um, so they were staying there and they started noticing issues with their water pressure in, like, their shower, in their faucet, like, all this stuff. And they talked about how, like, it had an odor, but they didn't report it, like, straight away. Like, if I, like, yeah, they didn't report it straight away. They kept, like, living their best life, brushing their teeth with this water, like, showering, probably drinking the water, and they finally reported it. And so it caused... Um, obviously the maintenance man then went up to the roof to see the issue.
2: This is on the 19th, just to be clear. The 19th, February 19th. Yeah. Right. February. Yeah. Yeah. This is two weeks after the start of the police investigation of the hotel.
0: Right. And I believe, I know that couple was a report, but I think there's some also, there's some other reports as well. Yeah, yeah, water they just focused on the, yeah. on the mm-hmm. one in my dog. So, it like, wasn't just like one weird room yeah, that had yeah, issues, exactly. it was like a, you know, it was something that needed to be looked into. Yeah, right, it, right. Multiple people were reporting it.
1: So, the um maintenance guy goes up, and they have like I guess all hotels have like water tanks at the top. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, um, it so like water tanks at the top. So, he goes up to see like what's going on. And um, yeah, so this is where Elisa Lamb's body is found in the water tank on top of the Cecil Hotel. And that was February 19th, right? Yes, Okay. On February 19th. So her body was found in that water tank, and now this is an even bigger issue than what was going on that elevator. Yeah.
0: Because that footage came out before they found her body, if I do remember correctly. And like the footage alone, like spurred on a bunch of theories. After they found her body, just a lot of stuff came out. It was like a lot of supernatural theories and everything you could think of with theories. Like if you think think of going down the Reddit rabbit hole Oh my god. Don't do it. (laughs) That never ends out turns out well. It's like (laughs) with just thinking about the elevator, they had like the whole Korean elevator game theory. Uh, which the original post has been deleted from the original. How did you find original. I found an English translation oh, that okay. came out a year later. Oh. But I try to go to the original source. But that was like a big theory. My podcast talked about it for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I felt like we were taking a lot of time on it. And I was like, I, I just dismissed it like right away. I was like, that doesn't sound right. So what is it? It's a game essentially that you get into the elevator on the first floor and then you hit the buttons in a certain order. And then you get to the fifth floor and supposedly there's supposed to be a lady there mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to interact with her at all. And then you continue going to different floors. I think the lady's supposed to get on the elevator with you.
2: Yeah. The lady comes into the elevator with you on the fifth floor mm-hmm. and it tries to interact. You're not supposed to talk to her, mm-hmm. look at her. You're supposed to press the button to go back down to the mm-hmm. first floor. And, but the elevator's supposed to go up to the
0: top. Yeah. If you did it right, then you're supposed to be taken to, like, a different world. Think, like, Stranger Things upside down kind of thing. It's yes. like, you're supposed to be still in the hotel, but it'll be, like, all lights out. Like, kind of no one there. Like a it's, different realm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, like, the upside down. And people and thought strangers. this? with. The- I guess, but I just didn't... I just missed it, like I said. I just thought it was kind of silly. But that was a
2: big one. It seemed one. like a lot
0: that. of people were thinking that it was, like, a thing. Yeah. And yes. then... That's based
1: on her behavior in the
2: elevator. Well, it was, I think it was based on the fact that there was an elevator involved.
1: <laughs> That's right, just the elevator.
2: Like, <laughs> because the elevator was there and because it apparently, you know, it takes you to a different realm and it's difficult. Or to this, it's difficult to get
0: back. Yeah, And people were talking about like how she hit all the buttons, you know. And yeah. They were trying to like link it in with their behavior and all that. Mm-hmm. That was a a one that I saw a lot of. Um, the other one I saw... From the elevator still. This was pre when her body would, was found, I believe. I just called it like the cloak theory. This one, I don't know. So the cloak theory, I don't either. <laughs> she had posted on her Tumblr a picture of her wearing a, quote, invisibility cloak. Like and the Harry Potter one? I would like to remind you that she was a Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And so the, the theory is essentially talks about like she was involved by, got involved with a cult. She was, like, seduced by a soldier, and supposedly this cult had an invisibility cloak. And supposedly she knew too much about this cult, and so the cult killed her.
1: And <laughs> Is there some footage one, of this cult coming into the hotel? And I don't. Ele- I, honestly. <laughs> oh, they were wearing invisible clothes.
0: That's why. They did not have it on the footage. In the elevators, they were saying that there's some kind of mysterious movement with no one there in the elevator. So they were saying that's the invisibility cloak. So there's someone invisible in the elevator. Because there's a blurry motion in this.
1: <laughs> no like any time that there's like surveillance cameras and footage, like it's not in HD. Yeah.
2: So, so all like, what of this are you footage gonna, is blurry? Yeah. None of this is in good quality. Like so. even though this
1: is 2030. That was 2013. That's still a thing
0: now. Like other than like Ring doorbell you cameras, like are pretty clear. At, but like other than that, like if you think about Skype calls and health yeah, yeah or Zoom calls, <laughs> I yeah. mean that's a perfect gamble well, 2022, we still don't have it together with that. stuff. So. Yes. yeah. Yes. But supposedly, like, this goes farther, and I think it like divides into multiple theories from here because I think Anna might know about this one. But this called planted her body in the water tank. This is how it, it develops to spread tuberculosis.
2: Yes, this one I've heard about because there are several different tuberculosis yeah. theories. Yes, <laughs> more than just one. Um, so there's the one theory that. Um, like, linked her death to the actual outbreak in L.A. of tuberculosis that, like, was in 2013, like, right around the time oh, of death. Oh, that's crazy. Um, well, she was not, she did not have tuberculosis <laughs> when she died, so... I
1: feel like that debunked sound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, like, the, the
2: autopsy, there, there was no tuberculosis right. found. Um, some people think that she might have been a test subject, for a new type of tuberculosis medicine and that like her behavior was the side effects of this test medication.
1: Yeah, but surely there would be like uh, like documentation that she was a yeah, test subject. you think so? And <laughs> then other people, Craigless.
2: Yeah, Craigless. other people have like said that she was a human biological weapon. Who was sent to LA to spread this disease. And then again, some people were like wondering if she was silenced for knowing too much about the outbreak and the disease. Um, But again, she did not have tuberculosis. It would have showed on her
0: autopsy. And they also said on her autopsy that she does not have any illicit drugs or anything like that in her system.
1: She didn't have any drugs
0: in her system. Yes. No.
2: But- the really, the really interesting thing about the tuberculosis theories is that there's one additional theory that link, it was a strange coincidence. Yeah. Um, there is a tuberculosis test that has a name almost exactly like hers. Oh, it I is,
1: saw this. Yeah. yes. <laughs> it
2: is um, the oh, LAM-ELISA test. And it has a, like, it's just a long acronym. Yes. Um, just my, to get you to trace the point there. <laughs> yeah. So the LAM stands for oh, yeah, I yeah. cannot say that correctly. You probably um, did. <laughs> you it's probably something <laughs> like that. Um, so that's the LAM. And then it's enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay, ELISA. So this is used oh. to detect tuberculosis. This is a real test. Um, Didn't this test come out before? Yes. This so is, the, this, is LA. <laughs> this, this this test is unrelated to her. It's a strange coincidence that it does have her exact name. But I would like to say that if if there was a tuberculosis test that was she was human trials for or that she was there to sp- like spread the disease for this test or whatever, no okay, nobody in their right mind would use her name as the name for this test with like this is a documented test. Yeah. So if this was, like, human trials or, like, a biological yeah. type of situation, yeah. they would not have used her name. Yeah. This is a strange coincidence. It is a but strange coincidence. people for
0: reading way yeah. go into it. Like, the big thing to remember is that this test was there before the whole, like...
1: I think um, that's the weirder thing. I think that's weirder. That's, yeah. like, the strangest... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, like... Okay, so I'm, like, real into, like... I, uh, I don't even know how to say it. Like that's so strange. Like that is the such a hard coincidence to get to. I'm not saying I can't believe in it, but like that's real awfully strange. Another weird coincidence that we should bring up is that so in 2002 there was a movie that
2: was it a Japanese movie? It was Japanese and then there was the 2005 American remake.
1: Right. So the 2005 American remake is called Dark Water and... Also the title of the first one. They didn't... Yeah, yeah. I was didn't just update Japanese. It was just in But, um, so yeah, in 2005 there was an American version release of the movie Dark Water and um, since that movie's been out for almost 20 years I will spoil the ending. Um, The <laughs> girl... So it's basically a lot of like <clears throat> strange paranormal phenomenons that keep happening in the in a hotel and there is a mom and daughter and the ending comes to find out that there was a dead woman in the water of the water tank on the roof of the hotel. That's 2005. Um, not saying that this is like, Related in any way? It's just rather strange <laughs> yeah. that that is like a similarity from 2005 to like
0: 2013. Yeah, it's weird. And- I saw a couple other cases like that too, that with mm-hmm. the water tank, a body being found. I don't. It was an old oh, man. Okay, one so it's looking. more common than I think it's it is, apparently. I, the one I heard about was like a 40-year-old man that was put in a water tank. And I, I don't think it was in America, though. I think it was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other what People in water tanks. <laughs> I think it's
1: important to note, too, that when the maintenance man checked the water, um, he lifted the door of the water tank to see her in there. So an important point with that is that the door was closed. Um, in my in the documentary that I watched, it talked about how like basically the two theories that were brought up was either a someone killed her or B she killed herself. And um, one of the ways they were trying to debunk that she killed herself was that the door was, too heavy for her to close from the inside also she would be swimming Mm -hmm. because it's a water tank yeah um and it would be too hard for her to close it like it the likelihood it wouldn't happen like she could not have closed it well also in the documentary it states that or the one that i watched stated that the maintenance man would do, like, regular checks on the roof and whatever. And during the time that she had disappeared, he saw that the water tank door was open and he closed it. (laughs) Not thinking, (laughs) I guess, like, I don't know why you would think anything of it, but, like, he just closed it and carried on his merry way. Like, didn't act, like, it didn't, it wasn't a red flag to him that it was something else. Like, something happened.
2: Well, what's interesting about that is that this is another point where, like circumstances around it where there are multiple different accounts yeah Um, because again in the legal document that i've been looking at um the maintenance employee his name was santiago lopez Mm -hmm. um on the 19th when the complaint was filed about the water pressure and the strange odor he went up to the roof to check the water system and there it said that He um, noticed the hatch to the main water tank was open and found her body at the same time when he looked inside. Hmm. So these are two different time frames, but the maintenance man was involved in both of them. And that makes it sus for that maintenance
1: (laughs) man. I'm just saying like that is questionable for Mr. What's his name? Santiago Uh, Lopez. Santiago Lopez. Got some questions for him.
2: Um. It does say that on the 19th, um, when he found her body floating in the tank, he immediately contacted his supervisor by walkie-talkie. And then they went to the first floor to talk to the general manager and notify the police.
0: Hmm. It's interesting that the police were not the first thing called.
1: Well, I think that it's like, he, I don't know. I think that's like a cultural thing because like, Santiago Lopez was Latino and yeah. an immigrant. That's a really good point. Yes. Yeah. So I think maybe it wasn't his first, like he was more focused on reporting to his boss mm-hmm. than to call the police. Yeah. I thought that was the yeah. rightful chain of command. Yeah. Culturally as what I would, assume. I didn't read that or nothing, but I would
0: assume that's yeah. why. Let's say, I just like wonder how much time in between. Plus in panic. Yeah. Oh, God. God.
2: Be like, oh my God. They're, there she is. Like, like, at dead body. If I saw a dead body in the water tank, I would I would probably go downstairs too to people who like are in charge of everything. And yeah. be like, Hey, guys. Yeah, you know that girl we're looking for? I don't want to be like, can, can you take care of this for me? Mm. Yeah. But regardless, it was the maintenance man who did like find her in the tank.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, So it doesn't, I don't know for sure if. He had closed it earlier, or if that was the first time he found it open. Yeah. But she was discovered in there, and the lid was open at some point. Yeah. After uh, yeah. her gun. Yes.
1: Uh, it's also... I don't know if we made this connection. It maybe is clear, but, like, that's why the water pressure was... Bad. Oh, yeah. Anyways, at least <laughs> land was in that tank. So that's why it was... She was decomposing in the tank. Yes. Yeah. Water pressure was awful because of the weight that's changed in the tank. And mm-hmm. obviously, strange smells. We don't have to say what that is, but... Yeah. Yes.
2: Um, and it's worth mentioning that... I just remembered something. Sorry. <laughs> that when the fire department came to get her body out of the tank, and, like, they couldn't bring her out from the top. They had to cut a hole in the bottom of oh, the tank to I remove her. Hurt. Yeah. But then autopsy like the coroner's office investigated after that determined that her death did not involve foul play it was ruled as an accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a contributing but not related condition
0: okay and so this was something i wanted to talk a little bit about is the autopsy itself because the autopsy on it so there's it says natural suicide homicide accident and then could not be determined on the autopsy, both accident and could not be determined are listed. So it seems like there was some conflict. Right. Because I don't think it's just one person that does it. I think there's a couple people.
1: So there is something that I just remembered that happened on the documentary mm-hmm. that has to do with when they found her body mm-hmm. or like... So she was naked in the yeah. water yes. tank. So her clothes were in the water tank with her, but she was naked. Yeah. So I feel like that is so strange because yeah. it leads to like... Two different conclusions, I yeah. think.
2: Well, I found, like, a couple of different theories about that. One could be that she was experiencing hypothermia in the water. Yeah. Took her clothes off because she was getting overheated. Yeah. And that she also could have taken them off to, like, um, Being lighten buoyant. herself yeah. in yeah. the water. Yeah.
1: The Another thing that I think could have happened, and this goes back to how my documentary said either she was killed or did it herself. Was that if someone was, like, someone killed her and, like, dumped her body in there and they threw her clothes in there, too. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that very well could have been <laughs> yeah. been
0: what happened. I yeah. mean, it would make sense to why her clothes are in there. Yeah, there's, at some point, there's, and there are, I think it's, I don't know if it's what report it's from, but it talks about there was a sand-like texture in her clothes. Sand? Yes. Like a sand-like texture, like a pet, like a, you know, a pebble or something like that. So, that, to me, mm-hmm. that means that the clothes were at some point on the ground, on the roof.
2: Hmm. Oh, that's possible.
0: Yeah. And then, which makes it weird, because would she have picked up her clothes? She got and naked and then went into the. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, that's weird. With her clothes? Hmm. It's very strange. Unless she was like. Oh. Unless
1: she, like, was. Okay. So, that pulls back to possibly being yeah. that it was a suicide, or not yeah. an unintentional suicide, I guess you could say. Accidental drowning. <laughs> um. Maybe with her being, like, in the state that she was in, maybe when she was on the roof, she, like, stumbled and then fell and got back up. That's true. Because that could have happened, too, instead of her, like, fully just declothing herself and then getting in.
2: And that's a really good point. Because in the elevator footage, there was a moment where she appeared dizzy. She steadied herself Uh. on the doors of the elevator like she was lightheaded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if she had been dizzy, and she probably took... Like, the stairs up to the roof, or there's a fire escape theory. Yeah. By the way, she got access to the roof. She was probably still dizzy. Yeah. So if she had fallen on the roof and gotten, like, the silt on her clothes, that would have made a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Back to the autopsy report, it said
0: that they... She didn't have any drugs in her system, right? Yeah. And she should have had... Some, because she was on several medications for yeah, her bipolar. Her prescriptions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That were um, left in the... So she had them So from she was probably they were there. off of them. Yeah. yeah. There's what the She numbers, had to have been. Yeah, the numbers they were looking for were not high enough for her. By
1: like, like have a couple days, day.
0: wasn't yeah. it? Like, it would have been, like, she had to have been off of her medication yeah. for multiple days. I think it said that she had some in her system and some that weren't. I think she was on, like, several medicines. So she'd only taken a couple of them. Well, she was so, diagnosed bipolar and depression. Right? Yeah, so she yes. had a couple of them. And I, I'm, sorry, I'm not a doctor, so I don't really know the way they, how they worked with the medicine. But they are talking about use a combination of them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if the combination is not used correctly, then it kind of creates an issue. And so if she was only taking part of them, you know, for whatever reason, maybe she misplaced her one pills. And then, you know, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if she did not take them fully, it could have sent her into, you know, like a kind of a manic... Which is the theory that I very much believe in. Me too. Like, I think that she did not,
1: or it's clear that she was not taking her prescription from the autopsy. I think that with bipolar disorder, you, if you don't take your medication, if you don't take your medication, um, it can cause you to, like, be delirious and manic and do things that you don't mean to do by any means. So I think with that theory that... Because she didn't take her medication, she became manic, and was like, I mean, she's from Canada. She's not even from there, let alone the hotel. She didn't know where
0: where she was. Yeah. Yes. The one thing that I keep going back to is how she got on the roof to get into the water tank. Because made when I, the the documentary I watched seemed like there's either two ways. You could either go yeah. through the door, which would set off the security alarm, or, the or you could escape. go up the fires. So, yep. Mm-hmm. that seems like a lot of work that uh, yeah. she would be noticed doing yeah you know if she were going up a fire and save it i feel like you, someone would see her doing that and so that's kind of just an oddity i think it also goes back to like the um all the
1: things that happen at the Cecil hotel like yeah. maybe we'll see people strange were, things yeah. and they're just like man like, like it that happens that's <laughs>
0: the like they just move on from it so yes yeah i don't know how she got up there but it's very clear that there she's are, up of course, here, so. you know, a ton of paranormal theories about this as well. Of course. There <laughs> Naturally.
2: Oh. Uh, but I do think that if you look at her behavior in the elevator, as well as, like, the fact that her roommates requested she be moved to a private room. Yeah. For odd behavior. Um, all of this points to that she was having an episode. Um, like, manic episode, um, psychotic episode. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, but she was not in a men- like she was not in her like bright mind when this was all going down. Yeah. Which to
1: me is clear from the video, the viral video. Oh, yeah, like Nobody is there, but she's acting like everybody's there. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's, and I think of that is, yeah, it's just, yeah, that seems the most clear to me.
0: Yeah. I think that everything that I watched kind of like glossed over the fact that she did have bipolar. Yes. Um, Like they didn't, they just ignored it? Like they talked about it, but they were, they went so into like the internet theories, Reddit theories is what I'm gonna call them, that they kind of just dismissed it. And they, I think that they should have focused more on the mental illness aspect of it. Because I hate, I really don't like when people, you know, talk about mental illness and connect it so much to the supernatural because it just kind of... It yes. makes it sound
1: like people who have mental illnesses are crazy. Like yes. that. And that's yeah. not true. Like, like I don't know the exact statistic, but it's it's got to be like 75% of people that live with some sort of yeah. mental illness. I
0: mean, I do. Same. I do too. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So than 100% <laughs> of the people in the room. Like, yeah. You know? like, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> I, like, I hate it when they make everyone seem like they're the bad guy and stuff like that or make it seem like... Everything that's happened in the supernatural, like it's just, it's just your mind. Yeah. yeah,
2: I feel like, like we as a culture kind of have this inability to accept, like when bad things happen, that sometimes there is nobody at fault. Sometimes things yeah. are really just accidental. Sometimes things could be self inflicted. Like there is this denial that we have, and like this need to keep bringing up other theories, like that don't quite fit with reality, just because. Reality might not be satisfying enough.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I also think that a reason why there's so many theories on what happened <laughs> is literally because a lot of the information contradicts itself. Oh, it, yeah. that's like, very true. It, nothing is black and white
0: with this case. Like, there's so many different things that, like, yeah. And then, like, are I different. I was reading about this. You know, out of respect for the family, like, it's also possible that they just didn't release stuff and want to make it bigger than it was. Yeah, you know. And that's like perfectly reasonable. I know there's a lot of curious people, and like, if you look and up online 2022 there's still articles about her yeah oh yeah right. but i mean like out of respect for the family again that maybe they just don't want to no. know and that's perfectly okay you know mm-hmm. i know people have a hard time accepting that but if that's their wishes then those should be respected yeah and she like elisa lamb was a person and she you know, yeah i looked through her tumblr and it made me so sad once again that you the know how this all stuff. this all Oof. just spurred out of like some internet theories and they just kept going further and further Yes. And the theories, like, they seem so silly because they're just so unreal to me. Like, I just, I, once again, yeah. I dismissed almost all of them.
2: Oh, yeah. Immediately.
0: I thought the accidental drowning was the most plausible.
2: Definitely. Because, um, uh, I mean, that's what is, that is what's on the autopsy. There yeah. were no, like, signs of foul play on her. The your only life.
0: thing that does irk me is that they didn't do a rape kit on the testing on her. Um, mm-hmm. Why yeah. would they? Because she was naked and then Oh, cool. Okay, okay. Yeah. so so you're saying that because yeah. she was naked, that's why they should have done that. And some people just yeah, thought it should be done. Some people thought it should be done, and I kind of, like, it's kind of interesting that it was not. Especially considering that there were sex offenders there. I wonder if it's
1: because, and I don't know this, Yeah. because of how long it had been. Yeah,
0: it could have been something like that. Because that's, like, what, two weeks Yes, um, one of the
2: one of the articles that I read about this, um, they talked to a doctor about her autopsy, about the fact that like no rape kit was performed. Um he said that um like it's not possible to like figure out the trauma that might have happened to her body at this stage because um like the body was in an advanced state yeah. of decomposition. Yeah.
0: Ugh. And I know, like, this goes into, like, the murder theory more when you're talking about, like,
2: yeah, essay and stuff,
0: but I should have said that in the first place. Sorry. Okay. I, I should have said a trigger warning. I just didn't think of it. But, um, like, it goes along with the murder theory because you don't always have physical evidence for Yeah, murder theories, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can have someone at gunpoint and stuff like that that would not show anything. Yeah. That was, that one of my podcasts did talk about that, you know? If... Because they miss that part, and you also don't always see the physical evidence. Yeah, but yes. yes. like again, that's just another theory that no one really knows.
1: Yeah, and I know you had some information on after yes. this whole thing happened.
2: Yeah,
0: so um, after they found
1: her. Or whatever.
2: <laughs> so the reports that I've been reading from, like the legal report, is a motion for summary judgments, Um, in a case where um, Elisa's parents sued. The Cecil Hotel or the Stay on Main Hotel was the other name of it. Um, So, like, they sued the hotel for negligence, no. like, because of her death, because it was at the hotel and it took so long for her to be found. She and should
1: have never been able to get up there. She
2: should never yeah. be able to get yeah. up there. And they sued the hotel for negligence. But the judge, did, the judge threw out the case because... What? The hotel was doing everything they were legally required to oh, do my to maintain the roof safety. The alarm never went off. The, the fire escapes were clearly marked as, like, an inaccessible place for guests. They were accessible because they legally had to be.
1: Right. If but there was a fire, they yeah, were yeah, very
2: yeah. clearly marked. Like, nobody was supposed oh, to be able to yeah. get up there. And, like, obviously there weren't cameras on the roof. And they performed a search, like... I guess the only, like, negligence to me, like, the only place they might have possibly had a case is how they didn't perform, like, a welfare check on her when the roommates complained. They just moved Uh, to a separate place. That is a
1: really smart thing, yeah.
2: But it wasn't strong enough for the legal case to go through, and it did end up being thrown out. However, I believe the Seesaw Hotel has since closed down and is reopening. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to reopen. (laughs) It's reopening as um, affordable housing. But it's, oh, not, really? it's not like a hotel cool. anymore. Which surprised me because I feel like
1: they probably... I mean, this is a common thing that places who have a lot of activity, like yeah. crime activity, especially like deaths and murders and people know that serial yeah. killers stayed there,
0: that they could get more people to stay there <laughs> <laughs> as they want to. I read a theory about how she was possibly murdered because with more guests coming, it would be higher priced <laughs> to live at the hotel. Oh my God. It was a very, it was <gasps> well, a very strange I'll tell you theory. what, when
1: I was watching that documentary, like the manager, general manager of the hotel, she was pretty suspicious. But I don't know if it's like, because you know, some documentaries will like pay they people per- out. Like she'd have like, Times where she was completely silent in the interview with an answer. But, like, I feel like that's, that's just how interviews go. And they're supposed yeah. to, like, cut that out. They're like, let's make her look ominous. And they just, like, <laughs> point fingers at yeah. her. Yeah. I
2: mean, <laughs> there's a history of legal cases that are based on people being misrepresented in documentaries yeah. and other media. Yeah. Like, especially in murder cases like this. Yeah. Um, like, I think, what was it? Like, John Bennett Ramsey? Um, oh, yeah. There was a CBS podcast that aired that the brother sued them and won.
0: I I'm sorry. I don't know this case. That's an interesting one. Yeah, too. it's...
2: Hopefully someone does their podcast on it. That would be nice. But, yeah, like, the brother sued and won based on their representation of oh, his, yeah. like, part in the case.
1: That happened, too, with um, Gypsy Rose. I don't know if you ever heard of her. Yes. But she... I mean, that's not what this is on, but like she basically, her and her boyfriend murdered her mom because she had some, the mom had some disorder that made her treat her daughter as if she had an illness. Oh, and I did for a long time. So Gypsy Rose is still in prison for this, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like the documentary came out. It wasn't a documentary, it was like a, a reenacted story. Yeah, it was, it was on like Hulu. A film. Mm-hmm. It was on Hulu, but they like, Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, but I guess they misrepresented her or something. And at, at some point, there was talk of like her wanting to sue, which I would too. But at the <laughs> same time, like you're in prison for yeah, I don't. Mom, so I don't, I don't know, know much how about much you have. So. Yeah, but yeah. So it's like common that people are misrepresented um, in yeah. documentaries and film and stuff.
0: I try to keep that in mind. Like when I was researching for this, I was like, it's not like we. No one knows, and you can only portray it as you see it and that's like inherently biased and i think it is still important to note that no one still knows what
1: happened other than what the um autopsy said was accidental death Mm -hmm. other than that there we don't the only person that knows would be elisa lamb
2: yeah and all we know about elisa is really what we have heard like from her family and friends as well as her online presence yeah yeah and like despite like obviously struggling with mental illness she was very very open about that yeah you know, online um like she seemed like just a genuinely like sweet normal nice girl yeah somebody that i like if i had known her in 2012 i probably would have been friends with her yeah, yeah. um she's and a very so,
1: likable person
2: very likable person and it really breaks my heart that so many of the theories have like turned her and her case into something that it really isn't
0: yeah yeah um like, once again, her Tumblr, I read a post and it was talking about, like, how she just wanted to help someone, but she didn't know how, kind of oh, thing. And yeah. her family was... gave of, me chills. Yeah. One of her family, oh. um, you know, they described her as just loving and caring, you know. Yeah. And so she, it was clear that her family loved her. And she talked to them every day, so it seemed like they had a good relationship. Yeah. yeah. Some people, like, speculated about her traveling alone, but, like... I feel like that's a normal thing. They're the saying like yeah. having you yeah. just wanted to
1: travel alone. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, twenty-one years old college student. She's yeah, trying to get she up just, there. they just yeah. wanted to explore,
0: and it like you know, once yeah. again, and like, clearly it's not unheard of for people to go to Los Angeles. Like we talked about that other couple. Like yeah. it's a yes. place people go. Yeah, it's yes. like a big hotspot. You know, but like once again, the supernatural theories just kind of get on my nerves because of that. Like they just mm-hmm. absolutely you know, they just go too far. I think a lot of them. The invisibility cloak, like that one. Is she was a cool. Harry Potter fan. Yeah, there's that one scene. She posted that picture of him. She's like, the Harry has his invisibility cloak on, and it's just yes. his head out. She was a big fan of Harry Potter, like so this, I don't.
2: This is a completely normal thing for people to reblog. Yeah. Like, you have to yeah. wonder. Like, <laughs> yeah. if,
0: there's if, a lot of Harry Potter.
2: Brands. Like, yeah, if I died and people went back to look at my Tumblr, they would be. My... <laughs> I can't even imagine what yeah. theories they would come oh up. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: No, that's people true. People who,
2: like, don't understand
0: social media, like, need to understand it a little bit better before they start talking about yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, they're talking about, like, there's posts coming out after she went missing. It, it was because there was a queue.
2: There's a Tumblr queue. Like, this is a very <laughs> normal thing for yeah, people to use I used to, like, posting later. Um, like, absolutely. I would use it all the time to yeah. schedule posts for when I knew I wouldn't be online. Yeah. Um, And, like, I don't know. Hmm. I lost yeah.
1: my train of thought. Yeah, it's really... Interesting that there's so many theories, but I'm glad we talked about most of them today. That was an interesting yeah. discussion oh, for yeah, sure. Because, yeah, of
0: course there were more, but we just, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's only so there's much there's always more. Time. We <laughs> could have made like an entire <laughs> podcast series with just going over the
1: yeah. different yeah. theories. Yeah. Season yeah. one, Elisa Lamb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we got in all of the major theories as well as yeah. like the ones that were really plausible. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I do think it's important to remember that she was a human being and... Like I think we should treat her death and her family's privacy with as much respect as possible, and not put too much stock in the supernatural theories. Because despite the similarities to horror movies, she was not in a horror movie.
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> that is a was, real life thing, thing that happened. And a, mental illness is a real life thing, not yeah. a supernatural thing. Yeah. So
0: I yeah, that's a really great way to put it. To say just remember that. Don't look into the Reddit theories. they just not worth it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're just not. Don't don't even do it. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yep. all right well thank you for listening to our podcast um, we really enjoyed making this and I hope everybody has just a fantastic day I guess thank you yep. thank you, thank you. <laughs>